Welcome to the Ermi Podcast. I'm Joel Applebaum, Chief Content Officer for Ermi. And for over 40 years, Ermi has had the largest gathering of insurance professionals at our North American Construction Risk Conference, which is a can't miss event. This episode is based on a snap talk presented at our 41st Army Construction Risk Conference by Jared Dabrowski, Vice President of the Environmental Practice at NFP. And it examines how to use environmental insurance products to manage risk on redevelopment projects. We hope you enjoy it. So I'm just gonna walk through kind of the steps that we use to get this done. Um, what I find with these types of contaminated properties is that timing is critical. Uh, if you introduce this product too late in the game, it makes everything incredibly difficult. Not saying it can't be done, but there's just too much hair pulling and stress at that point. Um, okay, so we like to say it all starts with the dirt and understanding that process is very important. Getting involved, for us, we like to be involved as soon as the site's under contract, preferably before under contract. The clients who call you and start talking about this while they're still looking at the property are the best ones because it just makes everything go easier. They understand what's involved. They're going to understand the cost. Um, they're going to understand what they need to do to get this done. And it's going to make your job as the broker or it's going to make the client's job a lot easier. Um, bah, 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 sorry. So. Two main types of policies that we have to facilitate this. Obviously, the site pollution policy is going to be the biggest one. It's incredibly manuscriptable. Um, I recommend really tailoring your policy to the deal itself. It's important to set expectations, though. Most of our clients who are buying these properties know there's contamination. That's about 90% of them. That other 10% is going to say, hey, I got this property. I want a policy, they may not understand that they're not getting certain coverages. Okay, so if you have a client who's coming to you for, you know, they want to buy a contaminated property or want to redevelop a brownfield, they must understand that they're not getting remediation coverage for a lot of what's there. Um, they need to understand why they're buy buying the policy. A lot of it's going to be defense, a lot of it's going to be third party coverage. Um, like I said, most of the clients that we deal with, they tend to understand this. But there's a good portion out there who don't. Um, and I think it needs to be explained to them. Um, it may take a few times. I've run into that a lot lately. But going over the coverages that we can place for them is critical. Um, the next up, the owner-controlled contractor pollution liability policy. We like to place these policies in tandem. If you're developing it, developing the site, I think it's critical that um, we have both the policies in place, preferably with the same carrier. This way, if we do run into a claim, you're not getting two carriers doing this. That's what's going to happen. So understand your markets that are out there. Uh, understand who has the, the capacity to do both policies. Not everyone will. Not everyone will want to. Um, and then the policy you're going to place, it's transactional. It should be a 10-year policy. That's going to cut the number of markets you can work with down significantly. Um, it seems that everyone is pulling back off of that 10-year, but with the right underwriter, with the right information that's out there, it's still attainable. Um, it's important, like I said before, to get in front of the client early on because 10-year policies aren't cheap. 
sometimes when they see that price, they kind of have a heart attack. Um, also, you're combining it with an owner-controlled policy. So now you're, in some cases, doubling your premium, if not more. So talking to your client, making sure they understand it, getting in front of them early on, key. Um, points to consider. So buying or leasing the land, most of my clients are buying. Some of them are going into long-term leases. If they're buying the site, they need to really understand what's there, what their liabilities are, um, what information they're gonna need, make sure they have the proper team in place, right? So I've had a lot of clients come to us and say, hey, I've got this phase one, maybe it's like five, six years old on a contaminated site. They need to get out, they need to do their own due diligence. They need to be working with a reputable uh, consultant. Most of them are, some of them are a little questionable. There are plenty of consultants out there who really aren't cut out to handle some of these very contaminated sites. It happens, some of these phase one mills that are out there, this isn't what they're designed for. Um, okay, this is my favorite part. Who should be involved and when? So, <laughs> like I said, getting everyone involved early on is key. Um, a lot of our clients, they do, this is what they do. They buy these sites, they buy contaminated property over and over again. So they know the process, right? So they're reaching out to their brokers, to their team early on. A lot of times before they've signed any documents on the site, they wanna have an understanding of what's attainable, what's not attainable. Make sure that they have environmental counsel. If you're dealing with a brownfield site and you have a client who does not have environmental counsel, recommend someone for them. Brownfields, any other contaminated site is not something that a lot of these, I don't want to say run of the mill attorneys, that's offensive, but a lot of like general real estate attorneys may not understand the risks that are involved with that. Consultants, as I said, make sure you're using a reputable consultant. Make sure that the consultants are talking to the council. Make sure your consultants are talking to your brokers, uh, your underwriters. A lot of the more complex deals, everyone should get on the phone. It should be a team approach. Um, I find sometimes it's not, and that just too many conversations going on, not everyone's on the same page, so that is key. Um, and then your insurance team. Who needs to be there? It's gonna be your environmental team, your construction team, your real estate team. Everyone should re really be involved from the get-go. Um, certain coverages are gonna come before others. Environmental is generally gonna be the first policy to be placed at closing. If they're developing the site as soon as they close, obviously your uh, construction lines will be put in place then too. Um, sometimes the sites sit for years. I have a couple clients who are buying sites. They had development plans further on down the line, but there's nothing there yet. Oh, kind of went ahead of myself. Um, so I want to go back to this slide real quick. So site under contract, that's when you should be getting involved. Advise your clients to get in then. Engaging your professionals, that's gonna include your real estate team, I'm sorry, your legal team, your consultants. Um, getting involved with the deal team, remedial action work plans, your cap stack and your debt. It's important to explain to the clients that your debt may have certain um, requirements. Understand what they are, structure your policy around them. Um, once that's done and everyone's on the same page, 
go ahead and bind the policy. In many cases, remediation is going to start at that point if it hasn't already. Um, and then you can go vertical. A lot of the sites, the more contaminated sites, I should say, they may have a lot of due diligence information out there, as I'm sure some of you have seen. Deal falls through. That due diligence information is still sitting there. Um, so depending on what happens, you may have due diligence information before anyone you know, gets onto the site. You may not. Um, depending on who it was done for and how old it is, you may not want to rely on it. And that's really it. Um, it's not overly complicated if you do it right. Uh, it's not complicated if you get everyone involved early on. But if this is going to be realized you know, three weeks before closing, it's a problem. Um, so again, urge your clients who are doing this to get involved early on, um, bring you guys in early on. That's really the key. So that's it. That's all I got. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the ERMI podcast, recorded at the ERMI Construction Risk Conference in November of 2021. If you missed the conference because it was sold out, it's not too late to get access to the nine on-demand sessions recorded at the conference. To sign up, just visit ERMI.com, select conferences, and then go to Construction Risk Conference. Thanks for listening.